1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
0: mobilecom Forecast here before we talk to Ed Mahoney from the Hartford Current. Uh, rain developing in this afternoon, becoming windy. Highs in the 50s. Tomorrow, more sun than clouds. Windy, high in the low 40s. Then Friday, mostly sunny. Mid to upper 40s looks good. Weekend Saturday uh, if you get something to do outside, I do it early because you might get some showers later. And then it looks pretty good, mostly sunny, forty-five to fifty on Sunday. Uh, there was a story that caught our eye in the Hartford Current about cold cases in Connecticut and uh, in uh, how they are solved and how you know it's just always interesting because you 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 forget if a case is unsolved, you wonder if it just goes away or, like, what happens to it? So uh, we thought we would talk to the author of that piece, Ed Mahoney, from The Current, joining us here on Brian & Company. Ed, good morning. How are you?
1: Morning, Brian. How are you?
0: I'm um, well. I uh, Really, I just, you know, anything that's different from the daily grind of news is always um, we really want to bring attention to it here on the show, so we're grateful for the time. Um, you know, when it comes to cold cases, how do they – the number of cold cases that are actually in connecticut is sort of open to question, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it depends how far back you want to go, I guess. And, and, and when people started keeping these kinds of records, but you know, I, I think you know, it's safe to say there are at least a thousand, and there's there's you know a couple of hundred in, in each of the big cities.
0: So, you know, the thing I'm curious about is you know, and whether I my one and a half seasons of watching The Wire, I don't really know how it works like do they have detectives in this department and if they they just may say they solve a case then they just grab a file and go to the next one like how does it work and are are cases ever totally neglected
1: i I mean i I think they they make a decision as as to whether you know what's likely to be solved but i think every every department has a couple of cases i mean maybe there's like one in simsbury and maybe there's 300 in hartford it depends where the crime is. And and no one wants to take cases away from the police departments. Everybody, no matter where they work, is committed to solving these things. But, I mean, the, the chief state's attorney's office has put together a squad of people that specialize in this thing, and they talk to the local police departments and they decide who wants what and what's best solved and who can help what with what. And these things move up to Hartford or to Rocky Hill where the chief state's attorney's office is, and they look at them and they decide what looks promising and what doesn't, and they isolate maybe 30 cases or so, and they concentrate on them and and try and solve them. If if some prove insoluble, then uh, they move on and find something else.
0: Yeah, I mean, the one story about that woman who was dragged in the car was just...
1: Oh, it's terrible. Oh I mean, it, 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 and and that's, there's there's dozens of things like that. Just horrible, horrible stuff about, uh, you know, people being abducted and uh, brutalized. And oh. I got to tell you, the, the people that work for this unit are really remarkable people. They, uh, they have kind of a thankless job. They're working for people uh, who've been dead for 30 or 40 years in some cases. And, and they're doing it for the families of, of these victims, yeah I mean a lot of a lot of the victims uh you know come from uh, backgrounds where they really uh, didn't get a fair shake for a good part of their lives and 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 these guys are sticking with it and and kind of doing the impossible uh,
0: i I can't imagine the the psychological and intellectual intimidation of picking up a case that hasn't been solved and trying to solve it you know I mean it just must be overwhelming. And then when they do it, it must be an, an incredible. I mean, it's closure for the family. It's still tragic, but that the, the ability to do so is is really amazing. We're talking with Ed Mahoney from the Hartford Current about the piece, that, and the 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 headline is long, but I will just say it's Connecticut has more than a thousand cold cases. There are just two ways to solve them, and one of those is seeing promising advances. Can you talk a little bit about the second part of that headline? What what is what are the what is the promising part of the advances to the one of two ways?
1: research, it's forensic, uh, DNA. forensic genetics, uh, DNA analysis. You know, a lot of these cases, uh, when, when these poor people uh, died, uh, you know, the only, you know, police could look at fingerprints. That's about it. There wasn't any DNA technology. And it's, it's progressing. The science is progressing at an alarming rate. And a lot of times what they'll do is they, uh, they'll get a cold case and they'll sit down, and the first thing you do is go over all the evidence and find out, number one, was it ever tested for genetic material, and if not, then do so right away. And if it was, find out what parts were tested and what kind of tests were done because chances are there's a much more sophisticated test that's available now that wasn't available five or ten years ago that may turn up
0: something. Have they had situations where, like, they could literally take an old case that wasn't DNA tested, they look at the evidence and they say, I bet there's DNA here, they run it, and then they find, boom, a list of yeah. potential suspects it's right out of the gate? This
1: big, this absolutely remarkable, uh, stunning conviction they just got of, of this guy named Michael Sharp what was was that sort of case. There was no, there was no genetic uh, testing done in 1984 when these uh, – really kind of brutal gunpoint rapes took place. And, uh, you know, thanks to uh, some of the detectives uh, that were involved back then, and one of whom was now the Commissioner of Public Safety, uh, Jim Ravella, who used to be uh, a Hartford detective, um, they preserved this evidence and they kept it, you know, on the hope that someday something might be available uh, to analyze it. And uh, lo and behold, it did. And uh, the DNA led to uh, the conviction of this fella for uh, uh, terrible crimes that happened decades and decades ago.
0: Yeah, it really brings to light, and, I mean, there's still a huge problem with it, but uh, the violence against women just, just jumps out of, off the page.
1: It's terrible. It's, it's absolutely terrible. I mean, it's, it's, it's troubling just to look at the list of cases yeah. because there's so many like this. I mean, And a lot of these women, I mean, and unfortunately, they've fallen on tough times and uh, have... Drug problems and that sort of thing, and they uh, just their their survival to survive, they end up putting themselves in uh, in vulnerable positions, and uh, and 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 there's some serious predators out there that take advantage of it. Yeah.
0: Uh, last question for you. We're talking with Ed, Ed Mahoney from the Hartford Current, and so I just want to clarify. So they don't they, they basically really just review it in in a, in a clinical way, and they 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 look for the lowest hanging fruit in terms of what they think. They can solve.
1: Well, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't put it that way. I mean, I, I, every single case is important to that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm really. I can't tell you how impressed I am with these people. It, it, you know, they're going to look at, at what's possible.
0: Right.
1: And, uh, and you know, I mean, it, they're not going to. There's a case from 1900. They're not going to try and solve that because everybody in the world is dead already. Right. But I mean, I don't think there's anything they're just going to turn their back on. But I mean. They're going to follow what looks promising
0: to begin with. Uh, listen, it's a great piece. I encourage people to go to Current.com. Again, it's Edmund Mahoney's M-A-H-O-N-Y. So if you want to uh, look for the name, and it's just about the cold cases here in Connecticut and and the all the developments in, in the DNA side of things. Uh, Ed, thanks for coming on. It's really interesting stuff. Okay,
1: thanks for having me, Brian.
0: It's good to talk to you. Thanks. Yeah, you Bye. too as well. Have a good day.